to The Word and the Way, where we have biblical conversation that's centered around the living Word and the living way, which is the Lord Jesus Christ. Here we'll have conversation about the King James Bible, ministry concepts, doctrine, and everyday life as a child of God. So stick around and let's have a word. any of you that are tuning into this podcast expecting the word in the way this is the word in the way podcast but we're doing something just a little bit different who's today. in the house easy easy buddy you like this who's don't you? in the house oh hey 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 all right all right all right so Today we're 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 going to talk about a very controversial topic, and that's the topic of music. Uh, what what music to do in church? What music not to do in church? Uh, all those kinds of interesting little things. And and Cameron, it is a controversial topic, wouldn't you say? Oh yeah, it definitely is. I mean, I've had some pretty interesting conversations with folks. Um, you know, and now and let me. I want to give you this disclaimer. Me and brother Jesse were just talking. The point in this today is honestly we're fun. just fun. We're having fun. We're, we're having fun. So some of these some of these songs like we're going to mention, um, you do you boo. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean you do them if you want. Yeah, um, that's, we, we that's may fine. disagree with your choices. Yeah, but we don't hate you. No, 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 no. And just like the pastor preached this morning, this is on Sunday BTW. And yes, I am opening up. What, very, you, what you got, Cam? A very fresh pack of Oreos. Because oh. so, I miss lunch. So, But like the pastor preached on this morning, um, he said, hey, you know, um, we can disagree, mm-hmm. but you can still stay. That's right. You know, That's right. We you know, can we, still be friends. Yeah, we can still be friends. And all that cool stuff. Yeah. So we're going to talk about some songs today. We're just going to give you our opinion. Like, would we use them in church? Would we not use them in church? What do we think of the song in general? Yeah. And even if we don't use it in church, would it be on our car playlist? Mm-hmm. So, uh, Cameron, go ahead and play the first one for us. And and we'll, right. we'll just kind of talk it through. All right. You got me turned up? Yeah, I got it. You're up. All right. First one. First one. Go ahead. And Just, it might be your favorite. Here we go. Might be. Turn me up. You're up. Oh, I know where you're headed with this. Oh, boy. I just feel those holy goosebumps already coming. Glory to God. Oh, yeah. 
before I spoke a word, you were singing over me. That's pretty good right there. That's yeah. good words. You have been so, and I agree. so good. He's been me. good. He's been real good He's to been me, good Tam. To been good. Before I could worship the Lord right here. Yeah. You breathe your life in me. Yep. Mm-hmm. Been so so kind to me. Amen. Sure yep. has. Yeah. Overwhelming okay. Overwhelming. Whoa. 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 That. Oh. Yeah. All right. Reckless Love by Corey Asbury. Mm-hmm. So look, at the outset, I'm just going to fade it back in the mm-hmm. background. We'll, we'll let it play while we yeah. talk. What do you think? Yeah, that's fine. Uh, at the outset... Man, it's got some good words, it man. Does. I mean, you you can't. You I can't mean, when when you that. start the song up, man. I mean, you just talking about God's been so good to me and and all that different stuff. And then we get in the chorus, and it, and it starts to be okay, but it uses that word reckless. I have a big problem with that, brother Jesse. Because reckless uh, implies something accidental, something without any any how, forethought. How about, how about this? And what I like, literally just thought about was this. Something that has and you said forethought which is which is pretty close but had no plan. Right. Okay, well what does that do about the love of God? Cuz it the, was a plan. It well, there was a plan before there, the there foundations was, yes. of the earth. God knew we were going to fall. So he I, had this yeah. plan. Now was it a crazy plan? Yeah, it was crazy. To the outsider was it reckless? I guess it was, yeah. but it wasn't reckless to him. Yeah. So yeah, I I, I can't. I just in, everywhere in my Bible, I just don't see where the love of God is reckless. No, I just I don't. You know. Then I also no, too. I was, think it was calculated. Yeah. I, I think also too. Like if I'm describing something that's reckless, I think of somebody. I think of Atlanta traffic. Anybody ever been to Atlanta? And yep. the traffic is reckless. People just drive. People drive recklessly. How about this? Without any care. Yes, that's reckless. That's reckless. That's reckless. That's your definition of reckless. Mm-hmm. And I think Brother Corey probably should have picked a better more word. He should have picked a better definition word. of reckless. So, Corey, we like you. We'd probably be your friend. But we're not going to sing your song in church. Let's move on to another one. Okay. All right. Let's see here. Tell me what you think. All right, hold on just a minute. All right, so next one, here we go. This is a favorite, but let's check it out. All right, here we go. Ambient. It, it all sounds like the Joshua Tree by U2, doesn't it? <laughs> like a lot of this music here, you'd almost expect it to start going, Where the streets have no name. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> it's predictable. And a lot of people love this song. You call me out upon the waters. 
Oceans where feet may fail from Hillsong United. And there I find you in the mystery in oceans deep. My faith will stand. It really is a beautiful song. It is. I mean, it is a beautiful song. Yeah. And then right in here, you know. Bring it in a little know, bit. Yeah, bring it in a little bring bit. Bring it in. Hang bring on, it let, me, in. let me turn it down just a little bit so I, y'all can hear us talk over yeah. the song. We'll probably get canceled for, like, using other people's songs in our podcast. Oh, I didn't think about that. <laughs> <laughs> Forgive us. I mean, it's not like we've got 10,000 views. I guess we'll try it and see... <laughs> See if anybody reports us. <laughs> they'll get mad at us. And they will get us. mad at us, and then uh, they'll report us for yeah. picking on their favorite song. Yeah. But right. look, so I like to listen to this song. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Okay. But there's some real doctrinal errors that, like, so I would have to pass. Yeah. Well, The business yeah. about Holy Spirit, lead me where your love is without borders. Yeah. Obviously, the Lord's love does have borders, because sure. if you're not saved... And you die without the love of Christ, you're going to find out the borders real yeah. quick. And and understand, if you're lost, you're abiding under the wrath of God. That's it. And now, but it. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and tell you, and I'm gonna I'm gonna turn this down just a hair. Okay, go ahead. Look, you know what my real problem here with, and when you said, you know, we're talking about songs we would not use in church. Yeah. I was like, can we just put all of Hillsong on there? Because I don't like any, like. I do like uh, what a wonderful name. Uh, yeah, but there's the one line in that beautiful there name. Is. There's the one line in there that can be very easily changed. But I love the song. I think it magnifies the name of yeah. Jesus. Uh, but for the most part, Hillsong stuff is is very fluffy. Yeah. Well, and, I have you seen like like you know I'm sure you have, but. I, doctrinally, one reason I wouldn't play Oceans or anything from 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 Hillsong is except maybe Beautiful Name, except maybe Beautiful Name, um, would be I mean a lot of their doctrinal stuff, man. I mean you know right. If you look at their doctrinal stand, I, it's I, it's. I want to be. I want to. I want to. <laughs> you know. I wanna but then be, on the, but at the same time mm, you can't. But you, then on the know, other hand, a lot hard. of the old hymn writers. There it is. Trust is without borders. Yeah. My trust has borders. <laughs> I'm just saying it does. Call the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so yeah, I agree with you there. You got to be careful when you use uh, groups that you know are doctrinally wrong. Obviously, if you're not a Calvinist, Sovereign Grace music, you need to be careful with some of their lyrics. You do. You do. Um, Which I would be more apt though to to uh, use them to than use Hillsong. Them than, sure. Than you know. Than Hillsong, so, but I look and I had an uncle and and I I love him dearly, mm-hmm. and he he is gone to be with the Lord now, and this was one of his favorite songs. Yeah, 
And so I love that song because of him. Reminds it, you of him, it, it right? It reminds me. Of him. He loved this song. Sure. Um, so a lot of these songs, these older, more contemporary songs. They got sentimental value. They do because we used to listen to them together. Okay, so here's a question. I mean, we know you wouldn't use it in church, but would you put it on in the car oh, on a playlist? Yeah. Okay. I would. Gotcha. Yeah, so don't, you would listen don't to think, it? Yeah, don't think I'm above that now. Right. I'm not. Look, you know. Would, okay, would you jam to Reckless Love? I would because I've done it before. I okay. mean, it's it's a uh, I mean it's it's a good song. It is except just for that line. If, except for the line. Just, just if, I'm just not going to play it in church. Right. I understand I'm just, that. I'm just not. No, because doctrine does matter, and does. obviously the reason that we sing for others is to teach and admonish with songs, hymns, and spiritual songs. Yeah. Okay. So now let me ask you this: mm-hmm. What about some of these people that are going? Well, then you're a bunch of hypocrites. And you're listening to it in the car, and you're going to not play it in church. Well, you're a hypocrite. Let me ask you this question. Uh, when the prodigal son came home, mm-hmm. what were they playing when he came home? Were they playing A Mighty Fortress is Our God, or were they probably <laughs> playing like fiddle tunes and some <laughs> bluegrass numbers? Probably and fiddle some, tunes. You see what I'm saying? So, I mean, obviously this music, uh, Philippians 4 is a great litmus test of what you're going to use to magnify the Lord. And, yeah. and some music just doesn't do it. Yeah. Even stuff in in the Christian realm just doesn't do yeah. it. I mean, there's look, like Brother Jesse said, there's some stuff in our hymn book that I'm like, yeah, I'm not singing that. Right, same you know, here. Not comfortable. Here, with it. you know, feel a little prayer wheel turning. What about I'm winging my way back home? Don't, don't like it either. Okay, but it's fun to sing around a piano as a it, quartet number with parts. It's it just it, it's it's not profitable yeah. for the kingdom of God. It anyway, is. let's move on right. to another tune and see let's what we see. think. Let's see here. Do you think we've lost anybody yet? I hope not. That's not the goal here. We're just, like I said, we're just having fun. So I, I feel like I'm I'm running like a mixing station here, yeah, like yeah. a DJ booth, you know. All so right. all right, hit the next one. All right. Put um, the next put the next record yeah, on. Yeah, so we're doing these in categories BTW. The first one was first category. Songs we was, would not use would in church. Not used. These are some that we would use. We in would church. use in church. We yeah. absolutely would use these here you in go. church. And, so. and we might get canceled for 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 these, for, for for you know promoting these, but All whatever. Right. Here go, we go ahead and put this first one on. Promises, Maverick City Music. Okay, let's go. We up, we up. This is a good song. I don't care. This what is a is. great song. I don't care what y'all think. <laughs> it's a good song. It is. Uh huh. I like it. He's faithful. Little Mav City. Mm-hmm. God of Abraham, you're the God of covenants, faithful promises. Yeah. Time and time again, you have proven you do just what you say. Though the storms may come and the winds may blow, I'll remain steadfast. And let my heart learn. Talks about that too. Yep. Great is thy faithfulness. Yep. The rhythm of this is kind of interesting. It's a little complex. It is. I, I like it. I do. But it's not in your face either. No, it's not. It's very tasteful to me. 
doesn't sound like you too. Doesn't sound like a Joshua tree, does it? No, it doesn't. Yeah, so here's the thing. Now, I might not do this song just like they do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, some of the repetitive, you know, stuff I might take out. Yeah, I would sing I'm, it. I might I'd sing condense it, it. Yeah, condense it a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Uh, just because number, I mean, our church style is not this. Like, yeah. we don't go to church just to hear the good tunes and stuff. Like, we go to worship and sing and. Yeah. And all that stuff. So I would probably make it more singable yeah. by a yeah. congregation. But overall, I really do like this song. And I've got to admit, what started us deciding we were going to do this podcast was this morning while we were getting ready for church, Cameron had this song playing. And I came out and he said, check this song out. And I was listening to it and I was like, man, that's good. Yeah. You know, who is that? And he says, Mav City. I was like, oh, wow. You know, it's... Yeah, I mean, I, I, I look. You can't tell me, like to me, and you might have different. You might have a different view. You know, you might be listening to this podcast. I think we've got really a good, like, a mix of people who listen to us. We've got some people who are a little, probably a little more, a little more tight than we are. Yeah, and then we got some people I think who might be maybe a little more loose than we are. Yeah. So again, you might be like, nah, wouldn't play it. You know, right? And that's that's fine. That's fine. Um, but. To me, it's a good song. I don't really see anything wrong with it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the beat's not in your face. No, it's, it's tasteful. Uh, the words are, you know, you know, glorifying the Lord. Um, it's a good song. Good song. It's a good song. I'm with it. Okay. All right, let's move right. on. Let's let's play another good okay. song. All right, let's see here. So again, we're still in the category. I just dropped part of my Oreo, man. Ooh. It just kind of hurt my heart. To be what honest. a waste. <laughs> uh, so we're still in the category of uh, of uh, we would use these in church, okay? okay. So this is this is another Here we go. Let's here, go. Okay, you ready? Let's go. Oh yeah, this is a good one. <laughs> I like this one. A lot of people probably like this song. Well-known song. I love you, Lord. I'll sing it, Cece. <laughs> For your mercy never fails me. Hey, that's good. All my days, I've been held in your hand. I just like to hear Cece sing. Whoa, whoa! What just happened, I was... dude? I I told you what's been going on. So okay, we, well, <laughs> y- y'all get the point. That's goodness of God, Cece Wyman's. Dang it. <laughs> You can put it back on if you yeah, want when we talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but his phone needs to be updated. It Thank does. You. Yeah, that's that's better. Goodness of God, CC Winans, great <laughs> song. Now listen, originally Bethel Music did this song. If you know anything about Bethel Music, they Bethel Church, they believe in weird stuff like grave sucking. Grave sucking. <laughs> and then, and then, did you hear about? Wait, time we. We probably need to define what grave sucking is. Yeah. It's when they lay on someone's grave. Like D.L. Moody. Yeah, like someone that had the power of God on their life or they perceive had the power of God on their life and they think that they can su- uh, suck the power of God out of that person's corpse through their grave and it will land in them. Hey. Which is funny because I do know people who, th- like, 
They carry around stuff of dead preachers. I know a guy that carried around Percy Ray's shoes. Yeah, I was about to say, some of y'all are doing that. Yeah, so what's the difference between what you're (laughs) doing... And grave sucking, except you, grave sucking yeah. just looks a little weirder and yeah. sounds weirder. Yeah. You you carrying you, around, you know, you carry uh, around your C.I. Schofield Bible. I'm and, carrying around a pen that C.I. Schofield yeah. used, or or I, I've got a handkerchief that, yeah. uh, oh, that, that Billy Kelly blew his nose with, or something like that. You know what I mean? You're More, not going to get the power of God from that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so so don't be a hypocrite, so, okay? Right, so before you go condemning grave-sucking, which is obviously heretical and wrong, what about the little icons you're trying to do that are just as weird? But this, I mean, all things aside, bad doctrine and all, sometimes people who are saved but aren't versed in the, in the Word of God, yeah. they still write a good song because they love the Lord. Yeah. And this is just one of those good songs. Yeah. Solid, good song. Yeah. And I would sing this in church any day, any church. And, uh, you know, I, I there was a girl that, that was on Facebook a couple of weeks ago, and she was actually condemning a youth conference that I was at because we used this song, and people got blessed by it. Oh, man. You know... So, you know, obviously, we got, I don't know why I got into a discussion with her. I guess because I'm stupid and I don't learn, but... We did. We got a discussion, and it was it didn't end well. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know the, what? The fact is, yeah. flawed people write good songs. Yeah. You know what I got to say about it? You know what I got to say about it? If everybody would just focus on what the Lord's got them doing, stop focusing on everybody else, focus on what the Lord's yep. got you doing, yep. stop trying to pick each other apart, and, and just whatever, just like the preacher preached this morning. But I like picking each other apart. It's fun. I, yeah, but <laughs> but the bad thing is you start picking out a piece of chicken, finally, eventually, there's nothing left. Like you might miss a good part. Yeah, for real. And just like the pastor preached this morning to us. There are bones in a piece of chicken, and yes. it's okay to spit out the yeah. bones. Yeah, We ain't got to agree, but we but can I'm gonna still stay. But I'm going to tell you stay. this. When I went to Popeye's today, I ate all the meat off my chicken. Because it was boneless. It was No, I, I got it with bones. I oh, 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 I thought you get a chicken sandwich. No, two oh, okay. thighs and a breast. Okay. Biscuit, red beans, and rice. I'm starving. I didn't eat lunch. All right, we want to look at our other one here? Yeah, let's okay. go. All right, let's so go. now we're transitioning to... Some surprises. To, yeah. So, so these songs here Cameron has never heard, and, and obviously we're not going to listen to the whole thing, but he's going to listen to part of it, and he's going to give me his opinion. Would he use it in church? Would he not use it in church? Would he listen to it in the car? Would he not listen to it in the yeah. car? Here we go. Let me let me see. Let me see. Hold on here. Oh, right here. Are we good? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hold on. Right. Okay. We're good. It ain't going to crash, is it? We're good. It shouldn't. Okay. All right. You ready? Here we go. Yeah. Let's go. I remember this one. This means war by Petra. Yeah. This is like big hair, late 80s. Is this a Christian song? Son of the morning, highest of all. You had so much going till you took the fall. What is this? Singing to Satan. Wow. I'm 
getting some like Oreo Speedwagon like <laughs> vibes from this. Coming out to preach with this plane <laughs> in the background. <laughs> Some preacher dressed up like commando and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Big old guns and big old big old water guns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brother. So believe it or not, like Dude. they used to use that song in skits back in the back in the late 90s and stuff. And the song we started with was Carmen. And they used to use that song in skits as well. Oh, that's funny. Uh, but what do you think? I mean, would you would you use that in church? Heck no. No, I mean neither. No. Big no. Big no for Big Petra. Big no for Petra. Sorry, Petra. Would you listen to it in the car? No, I wouldn't even <laughs> listen to that in the car, Jesse. That's that's horrible. It really and and look, I'm not even doing that that from like a standpoint of trying to be spiritual. I'm so, just saying it's a terrible song. Cameron okay? has never heard this song. He's probably never heard Petra before. No, I didn't even know they were a thing. They were a thing in the '90s. They were the the Christian metal band. Of the nineties, ah, like and eighties, like Switchfoot or right, uh, like so what? Petra- or no, 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 no. P- skillet, skillet, skillet. Yep, skillet. S- Pod <laughs> guys like that, you know. But uh, listen, listen to that synth break. All right. Yeesh, dude, I could play that on the keys. That's giving me the. That's that's giving me the. All right, let's move on to the next one. Yeah, this one's even older. I about this- just threw up my Oreos. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this one is entitled Oh, You're Beautiful by Keith Green. Here we go. Discount the fact that this is like made in the 70s, okay? Okay. Here we go. That's a keyboard, right? Yeah, it's a piano. Oh, Lord, hmm. you're beautiful. <laughs> your face is so you, you got to think abstractly, though. I'm trying, Jesse. I'm trying. He sounds like Elton John. That's kind of the style I think he was going for. Okay. To me. So I would. Okay. <laughs> I would use the song in church. But it wouldn't sound a bit like that. Okay. Definitely couldn't sound like that. Oh, Lord, you're beautiful. Your face is all I see. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's yeah. not a bad song. Yeah. Not a bad song. Yeah. You know, it's, it, it's definitely 70s. It's yeah. definitely your grandfather's CCM. <laughs> Can you imagine the preachers back in the day preaching against this stuff? They did. They're like, bless God, this contemporary outfit. They did. And, and now and we're obviously like, it's far worse now <laughs> because not enough preachers preach that doctrine really matters. And and yeah. again, you know, we're, this is a word in the way podcast. So obviously, most of our podcasts we are talk, talking about doctrine and talking about biblical things. But I'm telling you, it's important. That we know the scriptures and we know how to rightly divide. Yeah, we know how to to use the scripture correctly, um, so we don't make mistakes and and do the wrong stuff and even write the wrong type of songs. If you're a songwriter, I'm not, but 
if you are writing the wrong type of songs that's that's not biblical. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on to your surprises. <sighs> I'm excited about this. Right. <laughs> okay, I, now, okay. I, know. I I picked songs that he purposely did not know. And I and I purposely chose now Now he didn't tell me okay. what he was picking. So All right, I, let me go ahead and All right, let me go ahead and clarify my stance on these two songs, okay? okay. I would never play these in church. None of them? I no, no. I no, but I, I wanted to really surprise because everything I would play in church I feel like you would know. Okay. So so but I, I would not I don't support these songs. So basically you just want my opinion. Yeah, but now right. I will say that both of these I have jammed out in the car too. Uh, okay. <laughs> so I'm, not, I'm not lying. I'm being all right, so here's the first one. Okay. This is called Symphony by Switch. Oh boy. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh. Oh yeah, we're having a slow jam now. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard to breathe. All these thoughts are shouting me. Try to bring me to my knees. Come on, man. And it's overwhelming. Darn his echoes. Catchy song. Is this Christian? It's supposed to be, they say, but I, I've looked into this group and like they're they're far from what we are. <laughs> Because so far, I'm not feeling Jesus. No, but surprising. Working everything for my good, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got it. There's a little sprinkle of Jesus. Here we go. I get where she's going yeah, with this. Yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah, yeah. And and listen, here's the thing. I can understand. I can see someone actually listen to this, maybe going through a hard time, yeah, yeah. and getting a blessing out of it. Yeah. yeah. So, I I'm, mean, catchy song. I got no oh, rocks. Yeah. Oh. oh, wait, hold on. I, I, you got you to gotta hear this right All here. All right, back it up. Wait. Okay, here we go. You got to listen. This is my favorite part of the whole okay. song. I'm telling you, this is live and uncut what we're live doing. Live and uncut. Right, here we go. Hold on. To my heart, to your beat. Let me be your melody. Even when I cannot see. But you're orchestrating. Even when the dark surrounds. You'll never let me drown. I know that my hope is found. In the name of Jesus. I can agree with that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I get it. It's, it's get a it. catchy song. It is. Now, am I going to do it anywhere remotely close to church? Oh no, I know. Like, I probably wouldn't even do it on the same street like, as the church. I no, no, I definitely would not do it. But I mean, like, you know, but listen, riding in the car, so I could see if you know someone's listening to K Love or the Message and something like that comes on. And they're going through a hard time, and they get blessed by it. Yeah. And and yeah. There, is there anything wrong with being blessed by it? No. 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 Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, I mean, I've heard I heard it on the radio, and I thought it was like I'm like you know it's, it's a catchy song, you know. I mean, and you know, oh he's got a little got a little. Oh. All right, let's move. Let's move on. You lost me. <laughs> You lost me. <laughs> hey. You lost me. Live and uncut. Live and uncut. All right, let's go. Next one. All right, one. you ready? All yeah. right, here's this. Now, I really don't endorse this one, but I have heard it before. 
Um, but I definitely don't endorse this one. All right, so let's go. This is Sunday morning by Lecrae. Oh, boy. And hold on, Kirk Franklin. Oh. Right, here we go. This is my church. All right, here, here we go. You might like it. I've been messed up. <laughs> yeah. Does that person really sing like I that? No. And do they talk like that? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Party sundown to days in making money that I can't spend. I had a family marriage and some fake friends. I had to doubt my doubts and let faith in was broken. I done brought me out like I was Moses. I'm drunk. Funny acting. Swipe left. Yeah, that's on mama's always capping. Swipe left. Yeah, no more. Wow. All right, so look, not only, not only. Oh, the other funny voice person singing. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Father, trust me like I'm Pablo. All right, that's oh, enough. Okay, yeah, that is cut it. <laughs> that <All right>. is. <laughs> so look, not only, not only would I not <laughs> want that song remotely like within the same town as my church, I don't ever want to hear that one again. <laughs> I got another good one. You want to play another good one? Oh no! You got. You want to hear? Hold on! I, hold on! Hold on! Hold on! Hold on. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Now, y'all, again, let me stress. Are you going to play Hold we, Me by Jamie Grace? No. You no. ever heard that one? <laughs> uh-uh. Oh, yeah. I love, I love, I love Wait. the way you hold me. Honorable mention. Honorable mention. We got to now since okay. you. Where's it at? Oh, what's her name? Jamie Grace? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You going to yeah. play that? Yeah, hold, I'm going to play. Me? Okay. All right. Honorable mention. Again, Honorable we are not mention. endorsing this, okay? So here we go. Here we go. I love, I love, <laughs> I love the way you hold me. I love, I love, I love, I love the way you hold me. This one, we're making this list. <laughs> how do we miss this one? I know, right? I don't know how we do that. Yeah, me too. It sounds like a love story to me. It is to Jesus. I, yeah, but you know what I'm saying. Oh, the way you hold me. Here comes. All right, so I'm gonna do this in church next week. No. Somebody has said, really, Jesse, really, Cameron. 
we just acquired your son this Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd love well, to. God, God bless you if you did. That's <laughs> all I got to say about brother, it. Brother Jesse, Brother Cameron, we acquired son this Sunday, and God moved in. God moved in the upper room, bless God. <laughs> what was the other one you were going to play real quick okay, before okay, we leave? Okay, okay, Now, this is, again, this is, uh, man, all right. You think that one was bad I showed you just a minute ago? Uh-huh. Okay. Let me find you this. See, now we're now we're in a point. Listen. <laughs> some of this stuff is is like not even No. It's like it ain't got nothing to do with Jesus. It's secular, completely secular with a couple of mentions Sprinkles of, of Jesus. Jesus thrown in there. If that. All right, well this is And I'm not for that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah, for me, that. Me either. Me either. So, so okay, what so, we got? All right, this isn't again by Brother Lecrae here. Oh, Brother it's Lecrae. Called, just give you a little hint, it's called Zombie. Oh boy. I was like a zombie till I was awake. Deep doctrine here. I can't do it. I can't. No, uh, you gotta I, 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 kill I, that. I, kill that. Oh. I, so, so here's the thing. Okay, here's the thing. I'm sorry. You know, Lecrae, whatever. I'm sure you're a nice you guy know. and you love the Lord. Yeah, but your songs are dumb. And you know, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. You know, like me and Jesse talking about. You know, there's some stuff like you'll play and you'll be you'll play around with it. You know what I'm saying? Just joking around, yada yada yada, laughing. Which is what most of this. Which episode is what was most about. of this is. Okay, so I mean, some of these songs like <clears throat> we might would put you know in a joking manner, but our main point is this. There's just man. There's just some stuff that is just it. Need, it, it ain't got no place at, at church. Right. You know, okay, you want to play at the house? That's fine. That's fine. We've got songs yeah. that we only play at the house, and we only play on our own our own time, right. in the car, whatever. That's fine. And me and, and Jesse, and we love it, music, and if too. It, so, yeah, and if, listen, if it doesn't cause your love for Christ to be hindered, then... I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say you can't. I'm not a legalist like that. Yeah, me either. But I'm gonna say this: music does matter. It does matter. It, it does it matter. Does, it does matter for sure. Uh, it's a it's a powerful agent, and you do need to be careful what you listen to, even if it calls itself Christian. Well, Cameron, we've got one more song, and we're gonna take it out with this particular song. We're not oh, even gonna yeah. introduce it, except to tell you that <laughs> it's by one of the premier groups of the '90s. Yeah. So, DC talk. Yep, here we go. Here, here we, we go. go. Are we closing so, out on this we're one? We're closing right out on this one. All right, one. so here's our goodbyes. Thanks for listening. And uh And listen, if if you can think of any dumb songs or even any good songs, let us know. Yeah, email us, email us, uh word in the way podcast, mm-hmm. gmail.com, or message us on Facebook, the right. word in the way. And and if you got if you got been out of shape about this podcast, <laughs> just Keep it to yourself, okay? Because yeah, yeah. we're having fun. Yeah. All, All right. right. Love take, you guys. Take us home. Take us home.
Thanks again for listening. We appreciate your support. You can find us on Facebook at The Word and The Way. We also encourage you, if you have any questions, if there's a topic you would like to hear us talk about, you can email us at thewordandthewaypodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's thewordandthewaypodcast at gmail.com. Thanks again. We'll see you next time. To the Word and the Way, where we have biblical conversation that's centered around the living Word and the living Way, which is the Lord Jesus Christ. Here we'll have conversation about the King James Bible, ministry concepts, doctrine, and everyday life as a child of God. So stick around and let's have a word. All right. Well, I um, hope everybody is doing well, and uh, we're glad to be doing another episode of The Word and the Way. We thank you again for taking the time to listen um, to our crazy conversation sometimes, um, but we enjoy doing this, and um, we enjoy uh, being able to talk about the Word of God, talk about the Lord, and uh, and every now and then we like to have uh, some special guests on with us and uh, introduce you to some uh, to some great men, um, some some different preachers and and kind of share with you um, some different uh, ministries that are out there and uh, and so that's what we're doing today. Um, we have a guest with us um, on this episode of the Word of the Way, uh, Brother Zach Campbell. And I won't say too much about it because I'm going to let him introduce himself. But Brother Zach Campbell, he's got a ministry, um, and the ministry uh, is known Campus Ministries. And uh, but it's good to have Brother Zach with us. He's been down with us for a couple of days, and uh, and so I asked him. I said, Brother Zach, would you want to uh, do a podcast? So we're sitting here um, in the study, and um, we're sitting in the uh, in the easy chairs, and we're literally just having. A relaxed conversation. So, Brother Zach, it's good to have you with us. Go ahead and take a minute and introduce yourself to us. Well, thanks for having me on. It's good to be here. Um, my name is Zach Campbell. I'm from Bowie, Maryland. My home church is Woodlawn Baptist Church. I'm Pastor William Tyson. I'm a missionary evangelist. I have a ministry called Known Campus Ministries where we, where we help connect local independent Baptist churches to their college campuses, help them start Bible studies, uh, outreach programs, and help them become official organizations on campuses. Um, with the goal of reaching college students for Christ and getting involved in local church. Um, so that's our full mission. That's what I've been doing full-time for about a year now. Excited what God's been doing. Looking forward to what he has for the future. Yeah. Well, amen. Well, um, I know when um, when I first, I actually came across you on social media, and I, I saw, I found you through mutual friends. You know how Facebook and stuff is. And uh, and I saw what you were doing with Known, and I thought that was um, I thought that was awesome. And I've you know we've conversated about this before, but yeah. it kind of um, it kind of sparked some stuff here at our church, and because uh, we have a small college campus um, you know near our church here, and so so awesome. So now now how long um, have you been doing this ministry? How long has this been going on? 
Yeah, well, so I started doing ministry um, when I was in college. I played mm-hmm. football in college, and that's when God kind of gave me the burden for campus sure. ministry. So I started a Bible study by my senior year, my last semester. Mm-hmm. I started three Bible studies in three different colleges, and just talking to my pastor and just getting different counsel. Um, they, were, they recommended that I'd pray about doing campus ministry full-time. I've never thought about that, didn't know um, what God was calling me to do, but then I really started praying about it. God really gave me the burden for that um, because we don't have a lot of local independent Baptist churches that are really reaching their home campuses. Yeah. Um, so it's a huge need, and you think about the over 4,000 campuses in the U.S., mm-hmm. and yes. we're reaching probably about 40 of them. Yeah. Um, so think about the great need and future politicians or future sure. doctors, sure. lawyers. are all on a college campus yeah, today. Amen. So. We talk about seeing revival in America and seeing change in America, but it's not going to happen if we don't reach the next people that are going to lead America. Sure. Um, sure. So there's a great need for that. So I've been doing it full-time for a year now, started in college, has so been doing it about three or four years, but full-time for a year, been traveling full-time for a year doing it. I'm heading to my second year, so I'm excited to kind of um, keep going, and God's opened a lot of doors, um, things I never thought would open, um, but um, we're just looking forward to this upcoming year. we got a lo- so several outreaches planned, and I'm um, kind of working on some other outreaches that we'll get going um, here pretty soon. Amen. Amen. Um, you know, and, and maybe uh, some of our listeners are, are kind of like I was. You know, you really, the college campus isn't really a place that you really think of when it comes to um, ministry and trying to, I don't know, it's just one of those things that you don't really, you don't really think about, yeah. you know. And it's, and probably like me, you probably might look at it from the outside looking in and say, man, there's no way I'll even be able to do something yeah. like that because we know especially state-run colleges um, can kind of be tricky on who they let in and that kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, so share with us some of the numbers and the statistics, um, some things that really burden your heart to get into the campus ministry. I mean, because like we've talked about, I mean, it's it's it is a true mission field. Yeah. I mean, it is. So, share with us what is a key thing that through all of this that you've seen that really burdened and and it broke your heart. Yeah, um, when I was in college, um, so I played football for four years in college, and about my junior year, um, all the athletes had to go to a speaker, and the speaker I didn't know who he was. I just knew we all had to go. So we're in an auditorium with about three hundred athletes from all the college there. And the speaker's talking and talking. Then he asked this question. He said, how many of you thought about committing suicide? If you have, please stand up. I remember seeing dozens and dozens of students standing. Mm-hmm. And that's a moment God worked in my heart because I began to think about these are all the people that are D1 athletes. Everyone wants to be a D1 athlete. Yeah. They have all the partying. They have all the popularity. They have all the alcohol. They have sure. everything the world says you would want. Or they were the ones that were the most empty. Because mm-hmm. the world doesn't satisfy. And see, a lot of people go into that college um, environment thinking, hey, they're going to go have the time of their life, but they are not because sure, the world yeah. is empty. Yeah. Um, some t- statistics, um, one in 12 college students have made plans to commit suicide. That That's made at some point made a plan to commit suicide. Yeah. That's that's a high number. One in five have had thoughts of suicide. Um, there's over a thousand suicides on college campuses each year. So just thinking about that, that these people are supposed to be having the time of their life. They're sure. tw- 18 to 22 years old planning for the future, uh, maybe dating someone, planning all these different things, yeah. but instead they're ending their lives. Why? Because the world doesn't satisfy. Sure. And they're being fed the lie of, hey, you go make money, get this job, go pursue this, and it's all empty, and there's no purpose behind it, and the only purpose they'll find, and, and what they're missing is is the peace that passes all understanding, sure. which is yeah. found in Christ. Yeah. 
Um, there's over a million international students that come to the U.S. to sure. get their education. You think about uh, impacting the world. Um, you impact the world by reaching your local campus. I know, me and you talked about um, just when you were doing the campus ministry, how there, there was uh, different international students there. Um, there's a huge reach. Uh, 62 world leaders have come to the U.S. to get their education. You never know who you might reach. Um, I think at uh, I think 2018 there was 400,000 Chinese students that come to the U.S. Wow. And we talk about sending missionaries to China, but there's Chinese students coming back to us, and we're not reaching them while they're sure, in the U.S. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you can, you can go through example after example of the need for reaching these campuses and. A lot of my ministry has been raising awareness for getting on a college campus, and um, I feel like we've gotten nervous and think we can't. There's a brick wall around mm-hmm. the campus. We can't reach mm-hmm. those students. The gospel still works. God still opens doors. Sure. But God's looking for people that want to find those doors. God's looking for people that want to get involved. And I always tell people, when you want to reach your campus, go start getting involved in your campus. Start getting to know people. Start trying to reach out. Pray for pray for the leaders. Um, let people know, hey, we're church today. We just want to be a blessing to you all. And God opens doors. And kind of just talk about earlier with how you started doing your ministry mm-hmm. and um, that anyone can do that, which sure. you were telling me about um, how you went on the campus, set up a table, met with the student activity director and worked all those different things out. Those were all simple things you did because you had a burden for it. Sure. So I think we need to get that burden for those college uh, students sure. um, because our next leaders, our next, we talk about the future and that's sure. our mm-hmm. futures right there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, so as we're talking about, um, as we're talking about some things that the church can do, um, you know, to, to, to help reach these campuses and stuff, what are some things that, how long you've been on the road now traveling? How long have you been on the road? Full time for a year. For, for a year. So in a year, what are some things that you see as you go from church to church that you maybe see lacking or you see some things um, that are kind of standing in the way of the local church getting to these campuses. I mean, what what are some things so that we can be aware of these things so we're not doing these things ourselves, you know? Uh, is there anything that you've seen that you go, man, that's kind of hindering, you know? Yeah, the one of the biggest problems I'll have is um, sometimes it's hard to find a, a church that wants to do have the burden. Yeah. But that's usually not the case. Um, usually the case is I'll find a church that wants to reach college students but in that church, they don't have anyone that's able to go help mm-hmm. and help in that ministry because it's it's a ministry. It's you got to put time into it, you got to put effort yeah. into it. If you want sure. it to grow, you got to invest in it. And oftentimes, a pastor he's busy, he's he's working, he's he, he's he's studying for sermons, he's counseling, he's doing all these different things. Yeah. So a pastor can't always take it on by himself. He needs helpers, and that's why I encourage these these uh, young adults to get mm-hmm. involved in it. Um, take it as your ministry um, because. There's so many, there's a couple campuses I could name right now that they have a church that wants to reach them, but they don't have the laborers for it. Yeah. And that's, that's probably one of the biggest challenges we faced is, um, having the laborers for it. And I think that comes on my generation. We're the young people that want to go reach their fellow students or fellow, um, people their age. And, uh, it doesn't matter how old you are. Um, just get involved and help the pastor out and show that you have that burden. And Mm. I think that's, that's the thing missing because sometimes it's like, Man, we want to push forward, but we don't have anyone to be able to push forward with. Sure, yeah, and and I I completely I completely understand that. Um, you know, like you said, it's it's like you know, there's stuff to be done, um, and we want to do it, 
but it's hard when you don't have the support yep. that you need. And and frankly, and we've talked about this some, you know, I mean, we've talked about, you know, the lack of, of interest in the local church. Um, here, here lately, it just seems like the local church is just kind of lackadaisical and, and that kind of a thing. And, and, and I'm just going to be honest, I love... I love van routes. I love bus routes. I love door-to-door, um, you know, soul winning. I love that. I love street preaching. I love all of those things. But also, too, what I'm learning, though, is um, is that is that there is, you know, there's new ways, you know. Those are not just the, the one and all, you know, for yep. getting the gospel out. There's other ministries, um, you know, there's other ministries uh, you know, that we can get into. And so that's why I really was, you know, encouraged to see, um, you know, known campus ministries being started up. Share with us, um, so share with us one thing, share with us one thing that you would, share with us one thing that maybe you would like to, you would like to see the Lord do in your ministry this coming up year. What is one um, and I'm sure there's several, but what is one main thing? Maybe a project you're working on. Maybe there's something you want to see you got a burden for. What's something that that we can be praying with you about? Something that you want to see the Lord do in this year coming up? Yeah, um, obviously we have several things, and um, what we're, one of our main goals is just starting out. Um, we have a couple campuses we're working on sure. right now, and I really want to push those to become official organizations on campus. Um, when you become official organization on campus, you have access to classrooms you have access to setting up tables you can uh, reserve rooms all these different things all these different benefits come in freshman orientation you can have a table with your church stuff on it um, so it's huge benefits so we have about two or three campuses that we'll be pushing forward right now so my goal for this year is to get those established um, get those um, bible studies running um, and help those grow and from there just kind of build that foundation to keep doing those things because it takes time um, sometimes people are like, well, haven't you started 30 ministries yet? It, it takes time. Yeah. I, all, all my ministry goes to a local church. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm helping that local church get established. So it's not my ministry. It's that church's ministry. Um, sometimes we talk about church planning. I call it ministry planning. I'm helping that church plant that sure, ministry yeah. Yeah. and get it going. But that's one of my goals. And one of my goals down the road is when I was in college, we, we had an outreach on the middle of campus. Um, so about 300 chairs. We put up a platform and we had an independent Baptist pastor come in and he preached on the middle of a Catholic university. Oh, wow. And we had 300 students come out. We had 10, 12 people saved that day. Um, so eventually down the road, once we have these uh, official organizations, we plan to do those bigger outreach kind of revival services. Yeah. On the middle of campus, people don't know you can do that, but we did it. We did it twice. Um, before COVID came, we had three planned, and then COVID came. Um, but now that COVID's slowly kind of going away, things are starting to open back up. Uh, that's our plan, and that's mm-hmm. our plan for the future. We're trying a couple of campuses we want to do that this year. Um, but praying that God opens those doors. So just be praying that God, one, leads us in the right direction, um, that we be able to find students to make uh, contacts with, and then that we be able to, the students that get saved this year, that they grow in discipleship and that they reach their fellow classmates sure. for Christ too. Amen. Amen. So so you said, so there's a lot going on, a lot that you're praying for, a lot that you want to see. Um, and And you said, so you've been on the road a year now. Um, and so part of your, your ministry, too, as well, is not just, just the campus outreach, but you're also in evangelism, right? So, yes, sir. So tell us a little bit about maybe your burden on that part of your ministry. I think the, that part of the ministry goes hand in hand. I have a burden for young adults. But I have a burden to preach the Word of God. Mm-hmm. And um, 
with just with those revival setting services we've done on middle campuses mm-hmm. that I, I have a big burden for that but also as for just preaching um, God's given me a burden to preach his word and um, we preach revival services youth conferences and I, I love to preach youth conferences because that's that next generation yeah um, sometimes they don't really realize how much God can use them sure yeah um, when I went to college I didn't know what God was going to do I didn't know the specific calling of my life and I didn't know a direction but I knew I was supposed to do what's right so I kept trying to do what's right and then God gave me the calling and showed mm-hmm. me kind of why he brought me there but I never thought that God could use me and a lot of young people they'll go through the motions and they don't realize hey this Christian life is real God wants to use you God wants to use you to make a difference sure and I after just seeing things in college and uh, how the world leads to nothing it's empty I just have a burden to preach that to young people and preach revival services. And I love God's word, love studying God's word and just preaching his word. He's given me a burden for that. Well, amen. Amen. Um, now, so around the time that God started dealing with you about the campus ministries, is that about the same time um, he shared and put the calling on you to preach? Did all of that kind of come hand in hand? Or? Yeah, I think it came hand in hand. Um, I was preaching when I was in high school, um, just in teen class, different sure. things. Mm-hmm. And, um, but once I started the Bible study, um, I never thought I could lead a Bible study. Um, started leading a Bible study. Sooner or later, we're having 30 guys a week at the Bible study. Yeah. Um, so God kind of began to open those doors. And when I was in college, someone asked me to preach a youth rally. And that those, those things started. So I think God called me to preach. I just re- didn't realize it. And I was sure. kind of pushing it off. But whenever I got the call for ministry, it was almost like the same call to preach. Sure. Um, yeah. So it kind of came hand in hand. It took a little while for me to kind of really understand what God was doing in my life. I was a football player. That's what I thought God wanted me to do. Sure. But he was kind of redirecting me, molding me into what he wanted me to be. Um, but just be sensitive to what God's calling you to do. Because um, God opens the doors. God will lead you in the right direction, but he's looking for people that are doing what's right. Mm. If you want to be in God's will, we need to do what's right. And sure, then God yeah. will sh- show you, uh, slowly show you what he has for you. You might not know the big picture right now, but just keep doing what's right. And th- yeah, the call to preach, I, I believe, probably came right, yeah. right around the same yeah. time. Amen. I, you know, and you said you said something. The Lord just brought a thought um, to my heart. Was you said just do what's right, and God will show you the bigger picture of what He wants you to do. Yeah. Just just do what's right. I, I think of the Lord brought um, reminded me of of David, yeah. and more so the boy David. Um, uh, where was he at when the man of God came looking for the next king? Yeah. He was in his place doing what he was supposed to be doing. Um, in fact, he said, you know, the man of God said uh, to David's father, hey, do you have another son? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, actually I do. Um, he's down there doing his chores where he needs to be with a sheep. Yeah. You know, he's, he was doing what was right. He was doing what he knew he was supposed to be doing. And, and what do you know, God took a man um, or a boy and uh, the Bible says had a, a ruddy appearance yep. about him you know he yep. was uh, he was he was he didn't look like a king um, but he was just simply doing what was right and God used him Amen. and and that's a great testimony brother that is a great testimony Praise the Lord. so so all right so now let's let's kind of shift let's kind of shift the gears here we talked about it some at lunch um, but so you've been on the road a year. Um, you know, you're a young, you're a young preacher. You're a young guy, just like me. Um, and you know, what is an experience that you have? What is something you've experienced while you've been on the road that is just, it's just something kind of just crazy. And you're like, oh my goodness, I cannot believe that just happened to me. Yeah. I feel like things like happen like that every week. Um, (laughs) but 
it, it's it's funny. There's funny things, and that's that's what I love about just living for God. You yeah. get to experience these different things. It's an adventure. And, yeah. Yeah, it's an adventure. Um, I've fallen off a horse this year. I've um, <laughs> at a, at a kid's camp. They took me horse riding. The saddle came off, and I went flying off the horse. Um, I've had a lot of crazy things happen. I told you the story earlier about when we were in Boston. Me and my friend, we were doing a, a, a outreach at Harvard University. Um, so we had a big day planned, but before that we wanted to work out early in the morning. So we went to the hotel gym, began to work out. This guy came in and we began to talk to him, tell him a little bit about what we're doing. He asked some questions and we shared the gospel with him. Um, he kind of pushed it off and said, Oh, I, I, I know what it is. And, um, he was a Russian guy and, um, he ended up leaving. We ended up going to lunch or to breakfast at the hotel and he ends up coming. He's carrying, he has a, he's holding uh this girl's hand. I think it's his wife. And, um, he comes up to me and goes, Hey, you're a minister. Can you speak to her because she has depression? And I'm thinking, uh, sure. I, I, I'm not really sure what to say. So um, we began to eat, and uh, me and my friend, and the man comes back over to our table and goes, we're ready for you whenever you are. And we're like, okay. <laughs> um, I don't know what's going to happen. So I said, let's just go say hi. We come over um, to this group this, this group of people at this table. I said, well, it was nice meeting you, just trying to say goodbye. And then um, he said, turns to the lady and goes, they're here to talk to you. <laughs> so she, she looks shocked and is like, who are these people? And I'm like, I, I don't know who I am either. <laughs> um, but, uh, so I started, we shared the gospel with her a little bit and it gets a little more crazy. Um, we're just sharing the gospel and she said her good works are going to get her heaven. And I said, well, our righteousness throws filthy rags and our works can't get us to heaven. Our works aren't, aren't going to save us. And she began to cry <laughs> and, um, the man is next to her and, Next thing you know, I see him grabbing his chest, and he goes down to his hands and knees on the ground, holding his chest. And I'm like, are you okay? He looks up to me, points his finger up, and then just walks out. I never see the man again. <laughs> so I'm sitting there. I'm not really sure what's happening. And my friends, I, I, I told my friend, I said, when you travel with me, crazy things will happen. So I look at him, and he already knows. He's trying not to laugh because like, crazy things will happen. So I began to share that finished the gospel with this lady, and um, we gave her a clear presentation of the gospel. We told her. The truth we gave her the scripture she just she wasn't having it um she thought sure good works would get her to heaven and she said she's holier than the holies and walked on out <laughs> so it was very 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 strange meeting <laughs> um but when you travel you get to experience things like that a lot of sure. them are funny things and you look back you're like there's no way that just happened i, I don't know why he grabbed his chest i don't know why he went to the ground <laughs> but maybe that was his way of getting out of there so he got out <laughs> oh man that is that is and it is i mean it is an adventure serving the lord um you know i mean we we went to albania just a few months ago um me and my wife on a mission and there were just things we experienced there it was just crazy um and so so yeah i mean it it is it, it is uh it is an adventure uh serving the lord but um all right so tell us uh is there anything on and i know you said they kind of go hand in hand but um um, anything you're praying about on the side of, uh, maybe on the side of you preaching in churches and ministry yeah. in the church, um, on on that side of of known campus ministries, maybe that you're wanting to see, yeah. um, or you're praying about. Is there anything we can pray with you on that side of the ministry? Yeah, definitely. And my ministry comes twofold. Um, known campus ministries is the idea behind known is to make Jesus known. Um, sometimes people don't know that's what we're doing, but that's make Jesus known. Um, so we have our campus side of the ministries will help local independent Baptist churches reach their campuses. Mm -hmm. I have a burden for young people, and that's where my evangelism ministry comes into play with preaching. And uh, I'm just praying for that God will lead us uh, for some more meetings this year. Preached mm -hmm. several revivals and youth conferences last year. God's already opened the door for a couple more this year. So I'm excited to see kind of what God's going to do. I'm praying for more open doors. I would say I want to go wherever God leads and 
whatever the doors open, but also for more opportunities to preach on campus. I've preached on several campuses last year and um, not street preaching, but uh, in exact, uh, sorry, in official um, groups on okay. campuses yeah. have invited me in to speak, um, speak to different teams and stuff. Um, but I, I do want to get some more meetings mm -hmm. scheduled this year. I'm excited for that. And I know God's taking care of me already. I went into last year, 2020, I walked into that year with two meetings scheduled. And by then, this, 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 or sorry, 2021, I'm thinking of the wrong year. <laughs> I don't even know what year it is anymore. Um, 2021, I came in with no meetings or one or two meetings scheduled. By the end of this year, I preached about 100 times. Um, Amen. So God opened a lot of doors. Amen. And, um, yeah. I'm trusting him, and he will keep opening that. But I'm excited to see kind of what happens and how God grows the ministry and how God molds it into what he wants it to be. Amen. Amen. Well, um, tell us, uh, tell us, um, you shared with me a little bit of, of your childhood um, and that kind of a thing. Can you share with us a little bit of of your of that? And, and also, too, I know your parents were in the ministry, yeah. still in ministry or whatever. Can you share a little bit with, with that with us? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I grew up on the mission field. My family were missionaries to the Philippines um, from about the age of 2 to 13. That's where I grew up. Um, a different environment over there. It's hot all, all year round. Um, kind of like Georgia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 80 degrees here right now. Um, but yeah, so I grew up in the Philippines. You eat rice every day. That's part of the part of the way of life. You go to McDonald's, you don't get fries. You get a bowl of rice with your whatever you order. Um, so that's where I grew up. Around my 13th birthday, my mom began to get really sick. We didn't know what was going on with her. We just knew she was getting really, really sick and losing a lot of weight. So we ended up coming back to the States. Mm, yeah. Come to find out she had stage 4 lymphoma and 10 tumors in her body. Um, and the doctor said if she stayed in the Philippines, um, she would have passed away in a couple weeks. Wow. So God redirected my family back to the States, and my mom began to get treatment. Her cancer went away. Her cancer came back, so she got a bone marrow transplant. She's been about eight years now with her cancer in remission. So Amen. God was good. He redirected my family back to the States. Sure. Um, both my parents help in ministry at our, our home church now. Um, my dad works a job and helps in different Sunday school classes. Um, but that's a little bit of my childhood uh, testimony, how I grew up, and my dream was to play football. Got to, I was homeschooled, and I went to a small private school, or I played football at a small private school that let homeschoolers mm -hmm. play and god blessed me with several opportunities to get several scholarships and um he worked it out to where i went to saint francis university in pennsylvania small mm -hmm. division one university um and god god blessed me with that opportunity that was my dream growing up and that's why I, I always tell people you do what's right you do the right thing and god will help you get to where he wants you to be sure and to me my dream was to play football god blessed me with that opportunity and i'm thankful for that but God had something else in the work at that time. Mm -hmm. My dream was football, mm -hmm. yeah. career, all those things. Sure. And he used that, but he used that to mold me. Mm -hmm. So um, be sensitive to what God's doing, and God will mold you into what you want him to be if you're doing what's right. Sure, sure. And now, obviously, we know um, when your mom got sick and y'all came back, we know that that kind of puts you, um, you know, kind of puts you where you are, and it's kind of, pushed you forward to yeah. where you are now because possibly if y'all have stayed in the Philippines, you know, your mom could have passed away and that would exactly. have been tragic. But also too, you know, you might not be doing what you're doing today. So obviously we know that we know that, but how, how did that, how did that affect you um, with maybe your relationship with the Lord? How did that, with that trial of your mom being sick and you coming back, how did that did that affect you in any kind of way? I mean, of course, like I said, I know yeah. that it's you know we see some some things obvious, but no, I think growing up, um, 
so for a couple months, my mom had to be quarantined by herself because mm-hmm. she had a bone marrow transplant. Yeah. And um, so we're separated from her for a while. But I, I think God used that in many ways for my family, redirect our family back sure. to the States. Um, he taught our family some lessons. And uh, one of the things I always look back upon is my mom, she was living for the Lord. She was doing what's right. Yes, she gets stage four lymphoma and is about to die. Mm, yeah. And she's, she could have got mad at God and say, I am doing what you want me to do. I left America. I left everything I sure. know to go to a foreign field to reach people for Christ. And But she didn't let that cause uh, a problem in her relationship with the Lord, but she grew more in her trust in the Lord. Mm. And I never saw her doubt God. I never saw her get mad at God. And I remember looking back at those 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 few things, and that, that's been an encouragement to me, and it's challenged me to trust the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I, I learned that from my mom. And um, looking back, that's those are a couple of things that I learned. Well, amen. Amen. All right. Well, um, we're doing really good on time. Let me just ask you a couple more things here, yep. and then we're, we'll get ready to uh, to, to wind it up. Um, but so somebody listening to us, a uh, listener, and maybe they're with their home church, and they're wanting, maybe they have a local campus, and they want to get involved. Um what are some easy What are some easy ways? Maybe you can give them some advice on, um, maybe because you know, of course, your local church. You don't want to necessarily. You want to be connected to your local church because yeah. I believe that's where God's blessings flow is through the local church. Yeah. Um, so, what are some ways that maybe some advice you can give to somebody who's wanting to start a campus ministry? What are some things you could tell them? Exactly. That's a good question. Um, and it's a good question because we need more people asking that question. What can I do? Sure. Um, and I think the very first thing I always tell people to do when you think about campus ministry is pray. Start praying that God would open the door. Start praying mm-hmm. if that's where God's leading you and be praying that God would bless those students. Second thing you can do is start trying to get on campus. Meet some people on campus. Talk to some students on campus. Go talk to some students. Say, hey, we're, we're, we're from the church. We're praying for students. Is there anything, you, anything we can do to help you all? Um, we're doing a special college outreach Sunday. We have a special college and a career class. We'd love for you to join. Just go make connections on campus. Um, starting organization on campus is actually pretty easy. You need about six to ten students. Um, once you have two or three solid students, you can th- get the rest of signatures. Mm. Um, so it's, it's pretty easy, but I always tell people pray. Pray for the direction. Pray for how you're going to handle it. And then seek your pastor's advice if you're not the pastor, if you're the pastor. Um, start trying to plan, okay, what can we do to reach these campuses? Start thinking about how can I be a resource to these students? Mm-hmm. And I would love to help you guys in that process, and we can plan different things out. And I think each campus, you can come at it from a little different angle. But some of the basic things we do is we'll go on campus, and we'll invite people out to church. Mm-hmm. We'll go talk to students. We'll go try to make connections. We'll try to get involved um, with events on campus just to, <laughs> so people can get to know who, who we are. And um, the big thing is pray that God opens that door. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it was encouragement to hear how you – um, you just went out. You started trying to get involved on the campus. You started making connections, and God opened all these different doors for sure. you guys to yeah. get started on that campus. And that's the thing. Everyone can have that same testimony as you have, Sure. but it starts with going. Sometimes it's harder. Sometimes it is harder, mm-hmm. um, but sometimes it's easy. So I just say go, and God will open the door like we said earlier. You do what's right. You go, yeah. and God will slowly open those doors. Amen. Amen. All right. So so known right here, we're, we're ending known campus ministries, um, somebody wants to support you. How can they support you? How can they help you and known campus ministries, um, you know, specifically? Are there some things that somebody can do to help you? Yeah, the best, best biggest thing we need for um, known campus ministries is prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, like I say, we're going into the devil's backyard. Sure. A lot of these colleges were once started as preacher universities, preacher schools, 
Harvard. You can go through a list of them. Started as preacher schools. Now they produce atheists. Sure, yeah. So we're going right into the devil's backyard, and we're going to fight. Uh, we're going against. It's going to be a war. It's a spiritual warfare sure. that's going on. I remember we did the Harvard outreach. Mm-hmm. We were on, at the University of Harvard. We gave over three hundred books of Romans out, three hundred Bible study tracts. And, Amen. Um, we we did that all day long. Had no problems. The second we finished, an abortion <laughs> activist group came right where we were, and it just seemed like everything got really dark. And that was just a form of spiritual warfare. Because the devil doesn't like what we're doing. The devil sure. doesn't want to see mm-hmm. revival happen. The devil yeah. doesn't want to see college students saved. So please be praying for wisdom, for guidance, for protection, and just that God continues to open doors and leads us in the right directions. And I just want to be taking the steps God wants us to take mm-hmm. in this ministry. Yeah. Um, you can support us um, um, by prayer, and you can go on our website. There's different things you can do to support us on the website. And we have our website, knowncampusministries.com. We have social medias, um, so you can go check out what we're doing. You can... Um, sign up for our newsletter, um, all those things to keep up to date. I'd love to hear from you guys. And uh, if you're a church, we'd love to come into your church sometime, maybe present the ministry um, and just kind of let you all know what we do and how we do it. Um, love to get connected with you all. But Sure. Awesome. Amen. And, and I'll put this little plug in for, for, uh, for Brother Zach. Um, uh, he is trying to get raise his support. Um, he's at 20% right now. Is yes, that, sir. That's correct. 20%. And, and he didn't ask me to do this. And I told him, I said, brother, we don't have a, lo- a big audience. Um, but I wanted to do this anyway, just kind of throw this out there. Um, he's at 20%. Um, he needs support. I appreciate what he's doing. Southside Baptist church appreciates what he's doing. Um, I think it is a wonderful ministry. It's something I want to get involved with. I told him I wanted to get involved with it. Um, so, you contact Brother Zach. Maybe um, you want to share this with your pastor. Maybe it's something you're interested in. Or maybe you are a pastor and you're listening. And maybe you want to have Brother Zach Campbell come and present uh, the ministry. And uh, maybe you would consider uh, supporting Brother Zach so he can accomplish what the Lord has put on his heart. But he is a good friend. He's a good brother. Um, I believe he loves the Lord. He loves the Word of God. And he loves people. And uh, so, so amen. But uh, we thank you again for listening, and uh, we'll look forward to talking to you next time. Um, any last words there, Brother Zach? Just want to say thanks out. again for having me on the podcast today. Enjoyed it. Um, it was good to be able to talk and yep. share a little bit of the testimony and looking forward to what God's going to do. I appreciate you and your ministry. So looking forward to how God's going to use your life as well. Amen. Well, thank you again, and uh, we'll look forward to maybe not seeing you next time, but talking to you next time. <laughs> All right, God bless. Bye-bye.